Hi guys, it's Emily. And it's Kaylee. And this is Picture Perfect. I don't know why, but I feel like our name today was really one. I was wanting to stumble over those words. Like I was like, picture, pickle, pickle, perfect. <laughs> we're out of practice. <laughs> uh, guys, we're out of practice and it's only been what, like a month and a half that we haven't posted. Has it been that long? I don't know. A month maybe? Because last post was January. Yeah, middle of January. So yeah, a month and a half. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. No, sorry, not sorry. There's been a lot that's been going on, but we are kind of out of practice. Like we have had to start this intro like <laughs> five times now. And Kaylee goes, I feel awkward. It feels like we're recording for like the first time yeah, it when does. Uh, we had our original like podcast name. It which was so awkward. We were so awkward. So awkward. And I feel like it wasn't a conversation between the two of us. We both we both were very like we were just talking rigid and like not to the other person. Like we were both just like talking but separate conversations. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it's been a while and not that this is new for us. We do this all the time. Like we love a good hiatus. Um but I don't know. This time just feels different. I just I don't know. To be fair, I feel like at least for me, 2023 hit me hard. Came in came in guns swinging. blazing, okay? Um there's so much I have to update you guys on in terms of like love life but not good updates but it's i yeah tea but i want to wait a little bit um so that's gonna be another episode which you guys will probably absolutely enjoy and so putting that on the side my actually i had a death in the family as well so that was um interesting um i kind of want to make a podcast topic on that too because this was actually my first like fear funeral first grieving grieving process of someone actually close to me yeah loss so it's kind of been a learning curve for me and it's been interesting so that's kind of why that happened as well but other than that like i said life kind of just gets in the way but we're here now and to those of you in my dms shout out to you guys asking where the next episode is because one that makes me so happy that you're asking where it is and two i feel so shitty Yes. I'm like, it's coming. I promise. <laughs> well, thank you guys for checking in on us and seeing if we're good and just... We're know. not, but thank you. Well, I appreciate it. I mean, don't... I'm, I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like this is how it normally goes. One of us is either like good and the other's not, or like we're both out at the same time. Like things just can't be smooth sailing, but yeah. no, I mean, we took a bit of a break and I think that is completely warranted based off of what Emily just kind of talked about. Okay. You're right. I've been going through it. Kaylee's been fine, which is good. We, we which celebrate. Good. We, love yeah, that. So we, we love that for you. I've been here for support. Yeah. And I yeah. feel so big because there's been so much shit. You're like, oh my God, another thing? No. That's, I mean, that's how I've been like with well, my that life. that's not how I felt. But anyways, yeah, no. So we are glad that Kaylee is thriving. I am surviving. <laughs> I don't know if I'm thriving, but I'm... You're thriving. I haven't had a breakup or a death in my family, so I would say I'm doing pretty good. Fair enough. Fair not enough. Not to make a joke of it. No, please do. That's <laughs> no, how, that's no, how I cope. Please do. <laughs> no, I cope with humor. I, I swear to God, I literally cope with humor. I can't cope with humor. I cope with humor. Anyways, I cope with humor. Um, and see, now I'm stuttering too because I feel awkward. 
but it's not awkward because we're recording it's awkward because i'm like hee 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 feelings it's also just funny that we feel like that because it's like it's just you and me here i know <laughs> i know we're just like we're awkward having a conversation between the two of us like we were just having an hour-long one before this but then it immediately was deep when the, it was deep and then immediately when the thing turns on when the mic turns on it's like oh, that's something I need audience. to talk about with my therapist is like sharing my feelings like publicly. I feel like with you, I'm fine. But yeah. then when my parents ask me or like anything, anybody outside of that, I'm like, ooh, weird. That's yeah. like a therapy session. Well, right you're there. not a very like feelings girly. I feel like I am, at least with you. You are with me, but not. I feel like I always am like, Kaylee, I feel sad. <laughs> yeah, but that's because we have that sort of relationship you're not like that with everybody true true i feel like i'm very okay i was about to say i'm surface level i am not surface level but i feel like i don't share like my feelings openly like that so I when like i do I'm much it more of a i don't know where were you going with that you said i'm much more of a uh, <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know i just feel like i am more comfortable with feelings with like a stranger than like you would be yeah i guess so to be fair i think part of that comes from like trauma with my relationships but yeah well that's a whole nother story whole nother story yeah that's like a whole i mean when people say like oh the cat's out of the bag or like that's a whole can of worms i don't like that saying it makes me feel weird that i'm like opening a can of actual worms but like once you do it (laughs) there's no holding me back so, like, when we do that episode, guys, about relationships and, like, breakups and stuff, and there's going to be one in particular that I'm going to love doing. But I, had, I need to get my life together first before I do that. <laughs> Just because, like, I can't be, like, I don't want to project or anything like that. I do want to keep it respectful. But there are things that I want to talk about that I think a lot of people, unfortunately, go through. And, like, I and I wish that I had, like, a support group or somebody or something to listen to that made me feel less alone. I definitely went to YouTube, though. So there was that. You but. went to YouTube or me? YouTube. Wait. Oh, I mean YouTube. I mean <laughs> that sounded so YouTube weird. YouTube or YouTube? No, YouTube. Oh, okay. And you. <laughs> no, I went to YouTube to like I watch videos. Sick. I couldn't tell. I was like, are you talking about me? Are you talking about YouTube? <laughs> That's funny. No, I'm talking about YouTube. Um, I did that after mine too. Yeah, but then I also went to you a lot to talk about how yeah, my feelings. Of but I feel like YouTube was more of like how to get over a breakup. <laughs> I'm brokenhearted. What do I do next? Honestly, I'm going to... Um, what's the word? Honestly, I'm going to expose myself here. <laughs> this is actually very embarrassing. But when I went through my breakup, like back in college, I went to YouTube too. But it wasn't like, how to get over a breakup. It was... Um, <laughs> it was... I became very familiar with no contact. Mm-hmm. And how it was like, yeah, through no contact, they like start thinking about you more and more and then they'll reach out. And that gave me hope. Uh, I would reach out or I would watch stuff like that. And I was like, okay, so all I have to do is just leave him alone and then he'll miss me and then he'll reach out. And I I just, that fed in my head as a constant cycle. And I was like, we're going to get back together. And like, I got very into like right person, wrong time through YouTube. Like it was, it was unhealthy videos that I watched. It was not helping me heal. It was helping me just like cover up i don't know like i was just thinking of it in, in a negative way no it, I unhealthy say it's way. a negative way not negative but, but it was it was you were realistic. trying to yeah you were trying to get hope in something that yeah. wasn't there yeah you know yeah 
and yeah no i get that but that's for very me I'm over I look like, back on that. see well for me i'm over here like i don't want to i don't feel i don't want to feel this way anymore i'm like how the heck do i get over it yeah. how do i i just you're trying to like to, speed up the process yeah exactly yeah. exactly but anyways this is not that type of episode no. okay guys but it does relate a little bit it does relate a little bit in terms of like covering things up but in other aspects but that episode when it comes to relationships and breakups is going to happen but a little bit later down the line i know actually a couple people have asked about that and when i would be doing an episode like that and i want like i said i've wanted to and i have been wanting to do one and i told kaylee this too it's just i want to be able to do an episode on that when i'm in a better place when i can kind of think about everything very what's the word i'm looking for objectively mm-hmm. and i want to keep it respectful so Definitely. we're just gonna we're just gonna wait a little bit until i've kind of processed some of these feelings of course healed a little bit eat some ice cream yeah and there we go and there we go we're that's three-step process right there <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean we have a how to get over a breakup uh episode already recorded and ready to go so we might release that one soon it's just been kind of there um but i think that we're looking to do one a little bit more specific on cheating on cheating and infidelity and how to get through that and what that looks like and stuff like that so let us know if that's something that you'd be interested in listening to um i feel like unfortunately a lot more people can relate yeah i mean it's definitely not going to be a great episode and I'm sure, you know, it's going to hit home for some of you guys, but it is unfortunately something that a lot of people could relate to. Um, And like all of our episodes, that's just what we're here to do, make you guys feel less alone. So if we can take our experiences, even though this is more Emily's story, but if we can take the things that we've gone through and share that with you guys and help you, then, you know, that's all we're trying to do. Exactly. But this episode in particular is going to be not related to relationships. This is something that you can feel after a breakup, but it's something that you can feel whenever. And that's just the feeling of loneliness and how to actually learn to love being alone. This is something that I think right now, transparently, Emily is going through. You know, when you go through that initial breakup, you do mourn that person and you more than that you mourn just companionship like you Mm -hmm. always had somebody to text you always had somebody there and that can be the same for like if you lose a friend or maybe you're just moving to a new city or honestly whenever like for me I was when I look back on this period for myself I was in college had a relationship had a bunch of friends nothing was going on in my life but I hated being alone Mm -hmm. so this can be at any point in your life it can be from any sort of cause Um, But yeah, we want to get into the feeling of being lonely and how you can work on that to, you know, become more comfortable with it, learn to love it, and specifically how you can spend alone time through um, the different love languages, how you can spend time alone that will give you what you're looking for and how you receive love. Mm -hmm. Because that's something that we can do for ourselves. I feel like love languages is something that's come up um you know in the past couple of years or I don't know how long but it's something that a lot of people are very familiar with in terms of relationships and how they give love to their significant other but it's something that I haven't seen a lot of people talk about in terms of how we can give ourselves love mm-hmm. and I know we talk about self-love and things like that in this podcast but it's kind of like how 
like what am I what can I do for myself that's going to make me feel whole and going to make me feel safe and it does go back to your love language Mm -hmm. and how you receive that so if there's not somebody you know outwardly here to give that to you you can give it to yourself exactly and this isn't like a I mean it is supposed to be a feel-good episode but as Kaylee said this can be with any aspect of your life you can be in a relationship and still feel lonely you could have a a bunch of friends and still feel lonely you could be going through a breakup a divorce anything like that maybe you're married you can feel lonely in many different stages of your life and i'm just going to be honest you're going to feel lonely one time one time or another you're not going to just be able to fix it for the rest of your life there's going to be times where you do feel lonely and you do have to feel that feeling but you do have to recognize that you know that feeling is not for forever and what we're wanting to hopefully give it hopefully give you advice that you guys can kind of you know of course take with a grain of salt is there's a difference between just feeling lonely every now and again letting it feel like letting yourself feel it and move on but there's times where you just like you feel lonely and it's starting to eat at you and it's pretty much constant because as Kay said I have been going through this you know post breakup because a lot of my time was centered around that relationship and I spent so much time with him and he was my confidant my best friend and now I don't have any of that anymore um, and so I have been learning to adapt to, you know, a new way of life. And you have to kind of remember after a breakup that um, you were fine before them. You'll be fine after them. And that's something that I've personally gone through. But even in college, too, I hated being alone. Not until my senior year of college did I actually feel like I enjoyed being alone. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of reasons for that. And I'll dive into it later in the episode. But back in college... I always wanted to be with people, even if it was if it was doing something that I didn't necessarily enjoy. Me too. It was just so I wasn't home alone. And a lot of that stemmed from FOMO. If you guys don't know what FOMO is, it's fear of missing out. And it's a lot of that, I would say, was FOMO. But two, like I feel like when I was alone doing something in my room, like I felt like I wasn't either being productive or I am was like a not a crappy person but like people didn't like me because i'm not hanging out with somebody on a friday night or a saturday night you know well that goes into people pleasing oh for sure for sure yeah but i feel like that's where my loneliness stemmed from was a lot of like i needed to please people but then also i didn't like myself yeah that's where mine stemmed from too um i can pinpoint it back to college but i know that it was for most of my life I always wanted to be around people and I think for a very long time especially in my childhood I was just like oh I'm just like an extrovert like I you know get energy by being around others and I just like being busy like I thought that that was fine and I think that it is fine you know wanting to be around others and wanting to stay busy is fine but I think It's those times where when you come back home and it's just you and you're alone, do you feel empty? Do you feel uncomfortable? And that's where I started to realize that something was wrong. I was like, okay, so I need to delve in a little bit more and see why I hated being alone, why I hated my own company. And for me, it was due to always having negative thoughts when I was within my own company I hated myself and I had very like 
OCD, like obsessive intrusive thoughts about myself and about my life. And when I was alone, that's when those would get louder and louder. And when I was around people or when I was doing something, they would quiet down a little bit. They weren't gone, but it was a form of distraction for me to either just be with somebody else or be doing something that required thought so that way I wasn't in my own head. Um, But by doing those things, not that it's necessarily hurting you by spending time with others or staying busy, but one, it's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. You can't be go, go, go all the time. Like eventually you're going to have to rest. You're going to have to take care of yourself, take care of your body. And I wasn't, I wasn't doing that. I wasn't taking care of myself in a healthy way. I wasn't doing that either. Because I wasn't getting to the core issue. I wasn't looking at, okay, well, why do I hate myself? Why do I hate being alone? Why can't I deal with my thoughts when I'm alone? And that's kind of when I started to face the issue head on, I guess. I was like, there's really no way around it. It's something that I'm just going to have to, yeah, like go through. Like I have to just go through it. I can't go around it. And so for me, that was the beginning of forcing myself to be alone. And it was rocky at first, for sure. I mean, it wasn't easy. It wasn't comfortable. I didn't feel safe. I definitely blamed others when like they were busy or something like this like it, it it made me lash out at others if they did if they had plans and I couldn't do something with them because I hated being alone and when I was alone like it, it just it was a vicious cycle for a very mm-hmm. long time and it wasn't an easy fix by any means but I think that I started by doing things that I know I liked doing things that I liked doing with others that I could do with by myself um so whether that be, for me, it was like yoga or writing, something like that, and or just watching my favorite TV show, like something simple like that. It could be yeah. anything that you guys like to do. Um, and it's crazy to think back to that time in my life because it's like me just sitting there watching a show alone or like writing in my journal or doing yoga or something. It was like, I hated doing that alone. I hated doing anything alone. Yeah. I would always want there to be somebody else. And I was also just very, very dependent on other people in my life. And and that's kind of where this all comes into play. Like, you – I'm not saying that you are going to – like, I'm not saying that the only answer for feeling lonely is because you hate yourself and because you're um, – you hate your own company. I'm not saying that's the case. But for me, that's what it was. And I just – it took me forever to get to the root of the issue, and it was just causing so many things in my life that were negative and hurting others and hurting myself. Such as codependency mm-hmm. and lashing out at people that didn't deserve it and things like that. And also just being mean to myself. But yeah, I think that for any of you guys that are struggling with feeling lonely, well, one, <laughs> I feel like I'm getting all over the place, but one, there's a difference between feeling lonely and being alone. And that's something that I'm sure you guys know. It's very obvious. But you don't have to feel lonely just because you're alone. But I used to. Mm-hmm. And... But the thing is, it's like you don't feel lonely just because you're alone. You feel lonely because you feel misunderstood or you feel unseen or you feel unloved or it stems from something like that. Yeah. And for me, it came from not loving myself and just and just feeling horrible about myself in my life. And so it didn't matter that I was with other people. It didn't matter that I was in a relationship because whenever I came back to myself at the end of the day, I feel it. I felt like crap. Uh Uh-huh. 
so that was the root of the issue and I just had to work on that and for me it was just forcing myself to spend alone time yeah I feel like for me does that make sense no a thousand and ten percent I feel like I jumped in circles to get there no I I (laughs) definitely think it makes sense because when you can be alone and feel lonely a lot of times it could be some of that reasons like you don't have you know good friends or you know supportive family in your life too but it's also it's more internal it's more like you feel uncomfortable for a reason I agree with you in the sense of I think that feeling lonely is an internal feeling because well, I, that's that's what like being alone is is the external factor yes yeah and that's what I feel like this episode is more geared about is towards that internal feeling because for me my experience with just feeling like lonely was because I grew up in such a busy chaotic way I always was doing something whether it be going to my brother's practices or sports um, my practices my games Mm -hmm. and church and just everything under the sun that you could think of that I thought that if I wasn't busy and like you're saying if I wasn't busy and I wasn't productive all of the time 24 7 I was not worth anything or I wasn't as productive or successful as I needed to be and um, you know I love my parents for giving me that drive at the same time I think they're kind of hard on me when I was younger in terms of like getting all A's and being in every club that I should be in and to be fair it gave me a lot of advantages in life don't get me wrong but like in high school I was in every freaking club under the sun I was in like three sports I did my time was booked all the time and then when I went to college it was this whole new life where what the fuck I have free time mm-hmm. what, what do I do with this and I remember the very first day um that I moved into college like I cried because I'm like I, I don't have any friends I moved to a place where I didn't know my family was leaving what do I do with my free time like I was scared because I didn't realize this but I, I mean I had a twin growing up too I did everything with her mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I don't have that either so that first year of transition was extremely extremely hard for me I knew like three people from my high school but I wasn't close with them mm-hmm. and then I did have a boyfriend at the time but that was extremely toxic and not good but and eventually I didn't I, I didn't make friends but I felt like if I was in my dorm room sitting alone in, in my dorm on my bed alone that I was some weird kid or that no one wanted to hang out with me or I was unloved or unappreciated it's either other people are just busy doing their own lives or you know luck of the draw maybe your friends are staying in for the night too and they just need some time by themselves and I feel like I said up until senior year I feel like that was the first year that I actually genuinely enjoyed being alone and I think it's because like my room was a safe place I was comfortable um, and for some reason I think I had just started doing it more often because my roommates would were always doing like their own thing or working or whatever so when I'd come home I was alone yeah. And I, at first it was very awkward. I'm like, what the fuck do I do with myself? Like, do yeah. I watch movies? Do I just watch TikTok? Like, I did stuff to just keep me busy. I didn't actually, like, spend time with myself at first. Not for a while. And then eventually, like, I started to enjoy it. And I started doing it more. And, like, because the biggest thing was, like, staying home or not hanging out with him, anybody on, like, a weekend. Like, during the week, it made sense. I'm like, it's a busy week. I got school and work and blah, blah, blah. But, like, on the weekends, like, Friday and Saturday nights, everyone's usually going out. And you see videos of people going out, especially in college, with these big friend groups. And that can kind of be more of you're jealous and you want, like, that friend group and that kind of thing. And you're you're feeling like, well, I don't have that friend group with, like, the 10 group of girls getting ready to go out. Why don't I have that? What's wrong with me? Why Why does no one want to be my friend? 
and and so a lot of that from like, at least for me like I had a group of friends and like senior year that were that was great but like I felt like that my whole life I've all my friends have always been in different friend groups I've never had a, a friend group that was specifically mine mm-hmm. and I've always I think that's just my personality is I'm friends with just everybody that sounds so conceited oh my god different groups of people but I'm always friends with different groups of people they don't travel in the same circle and I love that because I always have different types of friends that like doing different types of things that are from different types of places and I don't know like I said it, it didn't really hit me until junior year of college that I really like being alone and I would say even I moved back home here and to be fair it forced me into this new era of I have like three friends instead of a bunch of them you know and now like I said it's a little bit different where I'm looking at the quality of my friends versus how many friends I have you know but I will say in terms of spending time by myself I have significantly improved like I have like when I spend time myself it's not necessarily I'm just like watching tv or scrolling on tiktok like I'm reading I'm doing things that I enjoy like art that I haven't done in so long and going on a walk or yoga or working on my mindset and stuff like that so it's just very different than the loneliness that I do feel right now in terms of I'm grieving a relationship and I'm grieving that aspect of my life that is now gone so I know I kind of just went on a rant but that's kind of like my story with like loneliness and like what I feel and what I'm going through right now yeah and I think that some of those pieces that you touched on are very common in a lot of people and important to talk about one thing being I just loved how you said that at like in the very beginning of spending time alone you were doing things more so to fill the time it was literally to just not think about myself I know but then as that progressed it became time that you enjoyed and then you started doing things that actually fill you up and make you happy like it for me it was the same thing it was it started as okay what because I feel like in the very early stages of spending time alone which maybe this is something that you've grown up doing your whole life and in a sense I did because I grew up as an only child I didn't have that sibling that I could always go to I wasn't like constantly hanging out with my family but I just every chance I got I was always with friends And I think that a part of it, like you said, was this feeling inside of me that that's just what you do, especially on the weekends. Like when you're back from school or you're back from work or whatever it is, it was like weird. Yeah. If you didn't hang out with your friends or if you weren't doing something, I felt uncomfortable just staying in on the weekend and saying I didn't do anything. And that's something that took a very long time to become comfortable with. Like, I literally, we were recapping our weekends um, today as Emily and I were just hanging out. And she was like, what did you do yesterday? And I was like, literally nothing. And, like, I loved it. Yeah. And now I use days like that as a way to fuel me because I crave alone time sometimes. Like, if I'm just, like, constantly on the go and around people or after a long week of work like sometimes I want to just be by myself and that's what I was looking for yesterday I have been starting to do that too a lot yeah and I have really enjoyed it and when Kayla was like well I I, you know I I didn't do anything I was like good for fucking you like it's It's an uncomfortable feeling though like it's not it doesn't come easy and for somebody that especially used to just love being busy and like Emily like she grew up always being busy and surrounded by people like it's not this like easy natural feeling and it's something that you have to just like it's like a learned 
you have to do it in order to eventually be comfortable with it because if you don't get outside your comfort zone you're never gonna grow of course but either way it's just also side note i think part of why that feeling is so uncomfortable is at least for me in my head i'm like what is like for i'll just use it use you as an example i'm like what is Kaylee doing? She's probably hanging out with her friends right now. She's probably having such a fun Saturday night. And it's I'm comparison. here in my, yeah, it's comparison. And I'm like, I'm here in bed doing nothing. I'm I mean, we're watching a show. We have social media at our fingertips. So if we log on to Instagram and we see somebody post that they're at dinner or they're out at the bar or they're hanging out with a bunch of friends, like you feel like that's what you should be doing. But I feel like maturing is realizing that you should be doing what you want to do, not doing what you think you should be doing. And for a very long time in college or even high school or before, like I was doing things because I felt like I needed to or because I wasn't comfortable not doing anything. And then as I've matured and as I've worked on my mental health and I've forced that upon myself of just spending time alone, I've realized that I don't have to go to everything. Like there... There was a time where, like you said in the beginning of of this episode, that I would go to things, not because I wanted to, but because I I had FOMO and I I didn't want to not go if all my friends were going. And it was funny because we were talking about um, a trip earlier and I had mentioned that my friends had invited me on like a a cruise for this year and I had said no. Mm -hmm. And Emily's initial reaction was like, oh, I'm surprised, like, you wouldn't want to go if all your friends are going. And I just think that, not that that's a bad comment to make by any means, but I think that's interesting because it's, like, I'm in a much different place now where, like, maybe a couple years ago, yeah, I would have spent the money on a trip that I didn't really want to go on because all my friends were going, or I I would have gone to that party because all my friends were going, or whatever it is. And now it's, like, I do things that I want to do because I want to do them. So if, like, all of my friends are going out one night and I don't feel like it, I'm not going to. If I don't want to do anything one weekend, even though that's – and that's still hard for me. It's not easy even now that I like being alone. It's still hard for me because mm-hmm. when I look at the big picture, I'm like, oh, I worked all week and then I just did nothing on the weekend. Like, wh- like what's that? Yeah. But the thing is, like, we need to reframe in our mind that, quote, unquote, doing nothing – and it's not to say that when you spend time alone, you're doing nothing, but let's just say that you had a very chill day. Quote, unquote, doing nothing – Let's reframe that in our heads to be like, I rested. That's still productive. It's productive. It's essential. I agree. It's not that you did nothing. You did something that's fueling you for later. You rested. You spent time alone. Maybe you worked on a new skill. You did something. Even if it's like you watch TV all day. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Like, what's wrong with that? And that takes forever. Or no, it doesn't take forever. But that took forever for me to become comfortable with. Going back to what you said, I really, really like how spending alone time, one, when you're first starting out, it's kind of weird to think about what you actually like doing. Like, I feel like for a while I used to say that I didn't have any hobbies Mm -hmm. and I hated that because I was dependent on people. I was like, I have nothing for me except for watching TV. I was like, I have nothing that I can do just me. That is funny that you say that because that was an aspect of my relationship that I had brought up he had brought up because a lot of my time was focused on that relationship and cultivating it and fixing it that I was exhausted from work I was exhausted from taking care of that and hopefully you know taking care of him that I neglected myself so bad 
mm-hmm. so bad and there doesn't have to be a romantic relationship like this can translate into family or friends or just work school that you start to neglect yourself yeah i lost my identity and you have and you and for me like i literally my mom asked me she was like okay so what can you do to fill your time I'm like, I have no idea. You're like, I don't even know what I like to do. Exactly. Yeah, that came from just like not knowing who I am, always just spending my time doing what others wanted to do or like in a group, like I just going to school, like my time was always filled with things that were either just like a given or like it was a group decision. I never really thought about, okay, what does Kaylee like to do? What are Kaylee's hobbies? And my default was always, like, watching YouTube or, like, watching a Netflix or something like that or, like, a movie because that's an easy go-to. Like, if you yeah. – you know what I mean? Which is fine. I'm not saying, oh, that's bad. But for me, it's, like, what I was craving was having my own thing. And yeah. that eventually became these things that I now love to do, whether that be self-care or it be doing yoga or writing or something like that. And it also became the podcast. I mean, of course, that's a joint activity. But there are things that we do alone yeah it's a creative outlet for us to come together and share ideas but there's also planning that's involved that we do separately there's there's creative pieces that go into it that we do alone and um like that became a big hobby for me but now through time like I've just found things that I like to do like if you would have told me years ago that I could spend an entire day with just me and be okay with that I like wouldn't have believed you because it's like, what do I do in a day? Yeah. And it's like, what did I do? Like literally over the weekend, I, yeah, I watched some shows, but I also worked on like passion projects that I've wanted to work on. I've, I looked into things and got my life together and it just felt good. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And no one can do that for you except for yourself. Yeah. And literally on that day that I spent alone, my friends had invited me over um they weren't necessarily doing anything crazy they were just having a very chill day like me they were watching love island they were just spending time together and they were like hey do you want to come over and honestly the people pleasing part of me came out like i should go because my friends are asking me i'm not doing anything i i used to feel guilty for saying no and not having an exact reason yeah but selfishly in a good way i was like yeah, I mean, I could go. They're not necessarily doing anything. They're just kind of, like, watching a show and hanging out with each other. But, like, I want to watch my own show. I want to do my whatever I want to do at my own time. Yep. So I was like, no, thank you. And that's fine. It wasn't the end of the world. They're not over here pissed at me. Like, it's fine. Yeah. And, yeah, I just think that it's so important to figure out what you enjoy and who you are as a person separate from other people. And... That can be very difficult when you rely on a relationship or you rely on friendships or family even. But I think it's very, very important to find hobbies. And they don't have to be these things that stick. You don't have to try something out and it be your lifelong hobby. Yeah. Like hobbies can come and go. It could be an activity that you do for a month and then you never do again. Like just try things that you like doing. And push yourself out of your comfort zone I mean for me like I love doing yoga but you would never catch me in a yoga class by myself before yeah like those are just things I wouldn't do and like I'm still struggling to do things alone in terms of like go to a coffee shop by myself or like I mean there's people out here going to the movies by themselves and going to eat by themselves and I think that's so empowering I'm not there yeah but I think that's so empowering and you know why they do that because they enjoy their own company yeah 
that was literally me yesterday literally kaylee was like well what did you do for the your weekend and i was like i went to the farmer's market with my mom and i mean i did babysit like i there was other things that i did that day but that evening i had no plans yeah and i was like this is weird it's a saturday i should be going out to the bars like i'm single like i should be doing something but then in reality like i'm like you know what it's gonna sound so cheesy guys but i am an avid reader i love to read i love books and i was like you know what i have been craving an actual physical book like i have an app on my phone that i can read through and stuff like that and find new books but i'm like i have wanted a physical book because for some reason like for me like when you're reading on your phone i'm like i want to get off my phone Mm -hmm. i want to just turn it off i'm a physical book yeah and like dive into just the pages of a book and i literally went to barnes and noble yesterday at like 5 p.m i didn't leave until like 8 8 30 and because i was wandering around i picked up this like armful of books they have a coffee shop in there um with starbucks i literally just sat and i got like a starbucks and i just sat and read yeah and honestly it was so freaking wholesome like i had like this aha moment i'm like you know what I'm like, I don't need to go out and drink. And it's, I trust me, I love to do it. I think it's so much fun to do it with your friends. But like sometimes like to me, like I needed that. I wanted books to read. I've been wanting to do that. And I mean, not like you're texting me saying, hey, Emily, come to the bookstore with me and pick out books. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I just did it. I was like, you know, I'm just going to do it. I'm here. I'm close by. And I did it. And it was, I freaking enjoyed it and i literally told kaylee earlier i'm like i want to go home soon so i can go read my books (laughs) and the thing is too when you find that thing that you enjoy doing and you can do it alone it becomes so empowering to know that like not even just that thing but once you're comfortable doing things alone it becomes so empowering because it's like i don't have to wait for anyone to be ready to do it with me i don't have to make plans and and see if they're available like i can just do it because i want to like that's it's very cool feeling it makes you feel so self-confident yeah independent yeah it's just like i the only one that i have to rely on is myself and we're not saying that you guys can't rely on your friends or family or whatever because you can but in reality like no one no one's living your life like i'm not living kaylee's life kaylee's life is not living mine so i am the one that's in charge of my life who's going to take care of me and Kaylee can't be like, oh, she can give me words of affirmation and say, you can do this and you're going to get through it. But she's not with me 24-7. And the thing is, too, like, what if what Emily wanted to do yesterday was to go to the bookstore and just read? And she had asked me if I wanted to go. And I was like, "Mm, no, I don't really want to do that. What if, like, that had stopped you from going? Yeah. And in the past, stuff like that would have. Same. But it's empowering to know that it didn't. You didn't even need to ask if someone else wanted to come. You were just like, I want to go read a book. I'm going to go. Yeah. I literally call. I mean, to be fair, guys, I live with my parents. So like, hoo-hoo. But I literally called my mom at like 8.30 and I was like, hey, I don't know if you know where I was wondering where I was at, where I was at but I was at Barnes & Noble. My mom was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well. Um, and like, I just, I didn't tell anyone. I mean, like, I literally just was there reading and I, I don't know it was a really good saturday night yeah. like it was a good saturday like i guess i went to the farmer's market and i just i bought some stuff that like i don't know it just made me feel happy and i just i don't know it was just stuff like that where like i realized i see my own growth too yeah. where i'm like i would have been so scared to go to do something by myself i remember like during school and we we, we will get into the other aspect of this yes episode, <laughs> but in school i was 
when people would eat alone, I used to be like, oh my God, there's no one You would judge them. them. I would judge them. I would too, yeah. A thousand and ten percent. And it was so I wrong of me to do. I, I saw it as like, oh, they're, they must be unhappy. Like they don't have anyone to go with. Exactly. Because I know that if that happened with me, that's how I would feel. Yeah. We were like basically taking what we would have felt and putting it onto other people without even knowing their story. Oh, for sure. But now yeah. I'm over here like I would love to go sit in a coffee shop with a book and a coffee and just enjoy the ambience and like... Yeah, just other people because I also like the people watch. Yeah, maybe those people but, did it because they wanted to. Yeah. Like, why didn't we think about that when we were younger? I, I, don't, I don't know, know where we got fed this notion that like you have to do stuff with people or it's weird or it's abnormal or it's lonely. Like, I, it's not. Like, and maybe, well, sometimes maybe somebody is lonely and you can always be that person to say, hey, can I grab a seat and eat with you? Or do oh, well, like, you can always do that. But it's we need to stop putting everybody that's doing stuff alone by themselves in a box that i know i used to do that and it was such a wrong thing to do but to be fair it was just how i saw myself then i mean i have friends that like want to spend time alone because they are with people constantly for work yeah like all the time and if they come home to their roommate or their family or whoever it is or significant other like yeah, they'll go eat alone or they'll go read a book alone or they'll go do something alone because it's like they're just constantly around people and they just need their own company for like a second just to enjoy it, enjoy the peace. And basically all we're saying is that that's completely normal and that's okay. And and we're not trying to say that feeling lonely is a feeling that you shouldn't be having. It's a very common feeling. And you will have that And you will feel that again. way. We feel that way. Just because you like being alone doesn't mean you might not feel lonely. But... I think that it's just becoming comfortable in, in your own skin and becoming comfortable with your own life mm-hmm. and finding those things that you enjoy, big or small, whatever they are. So that way when you are left with just yourself and you are physically alone, you can handle it a little bit better. And I think that's kind of segueing into the other part of this episode is where some of those love languages come into play. This is something that I just thought was so interesting because – We always look, and I said this in the beginning of the episode, but we always look at it from a relationship point of view. Like, how can I be a good partner? What does my partner, um, how do they receive love? How do I give love? And I've thought about it from a friend perspective as well, but I, I really truly never gave it any thought to how I receive love and how I can give it to myself. That's just not something that I really thought to ever do. I didn't either. For me, I was like, I can just do what I like doing. But is that making me feel 100% full? And, you know, we're, we're not here to talk about what ours are specifically. It's just going to be more broad. But um, if you guys aren't familiar with the love languages, there are words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, acts of service, receiving gifts. And this is like a quiz that you can take online or you probably have some inclination of what it is without mm-hmm. even taking the quiz. Um but basically, in terms of how you would go about this for yourself, it would be, okay, so how do I receive love? Let's, if you had a partner, what would you want them to do to you? Or a friend. Or a friend. And then you just do that to yourself. It's that easy. And I realize that this concept sounds a little bit strange. Um, so we've taken the liberty of just, you know, writing out some examples of what you can do based on what your love language might be yeah and we'll start with words of affirmation and words of affirmation is really again if you're already familiar with it you'll you'll know but if not it's 
positive words. It's positive reinforcement. It's, um, and for example, would be, you look beautiful today. Or, um, you know, that piece of art that you did is awesome. Like, it's very positive feedback. It's reassurance. If you want, like, a friend or a partner to do that, that's one of your love languages. Yeah, and some ways that you can do this is, I think my immediate thought goes to like positive affirmations, like you said. I mean, this is something that you could wake up and do every morning. You could yep. write something like, I am strong, <laughs> I am healthy, like all of those things. Um, you can compliment yourself. I feel like we talk down to ourselves a lot. You can look in the mirror and be like, I look good today. Like, or not even today. Like, I'm I'm beautiful. Like, I, I love these features. I love my eyes. I love my outfit. Like, whatever it is. Like, just compliment yourself. Um and eventually, I feel like it's one of those things that's uncomfortable at first. Oh, for sure. But, like, <laughs> through repetition, like, it starts to become second nature a little bit more, and, and you'll start to believe it, too, which mm-hmm. is... Um, and just, that goes into the whole thing of, like, this is a whole other episode I want to do, but, like, what your thoughts literally... Frame your reality. Frame your reality, how yeah. you perceive things, what you'll end up doing and not doing. And like I said, that's a whole nother episode in itself. But your thoughts and the words that you speak to yourself are so incredibly important. So even if this is not your love language, this is something for you guys to take away and be mindful of. Because if you're always telling yourself you're ugly, you're not worth anything, you're going to start to believe it. You're going to, your body's going to reflect it. Your mindset, your perspective is going to reflect that. And like I said, and or like what Kaylee said is, If you like your partner or your friends or your family to tell you these things and you're not receiving that from them, Mm -hmm. and that's totally okay to have that conversation with them, but eventually you need to, you you need to learn to make yourself happy, you know, first or at peace first. Yeah. And so being able to journal and write down these words of affirmation or say them to yourself say it to you in the in the mirror and like i said as someone who speaks very negatively to themselves this particularly is very hard for me to do and it's something that i've been working on because i don't believe what i say yeah and it's like i feel like it's cheesy to stand in front of the mirror and be like you're beautiful you're strong because in my head i'm like no the fuck you're not nope psych and so it's going to be uncomfortable and you're probably not going to be successful maybe not the first time second time fifth time tenth time but eventually you are going to get in that habit of it and it's going to be successful it you will be successful i feel like repetition leads to results and this is sort of unrelated a little bit but I, i just i've kind of made the connection in my mind i think it's interesting too how like i have the same problem that you do I can write down that I love myself over and over. I can look in the mirror and compliment myself or give an affirmation. It's something that's uncomfortable for me too. And I'm working on it as well, but it's it, it does, it's not second nature. It doesn't come easy. And it's because I don't believe those things. Yep. But it's crazy because I look back on like things with significant others and it's like they used to tell me they love me and I didn't believe them. Why? Because I don't love myself. Exactly. It was like, even though it was coming from somebody else, it wasn't coming from me. I didn't believe them because of the core thoughts I had about myself. It's, mm-hmm. it's just, these things are all intertwined and it's just crazy. And like this, what we're going through right now doesn't even have to pertain to feeling lonely or being alone or whatever. These are things that you can work on just to work on self-love. Even if you think you're 100% fine and you love hanging out with yourself and whatever, these are things that you can just work on for self-confidence, self-love, self-development. And these are things that will help you in future relationships and friendships. Because mm-hmm. 
you know what I mean? Like it's, it's it, all it impacts every aspect of yeah. your life. Yeah, a thousand ten percent. I mean that goes, and again, there'll be an episode on you know my my past relationship probably, but that's something that he dealt with, was that he didn't feel very confident in himself, and I would tell him these things. I'm like, you are attractive, you are a good person, blah blah blah. Yeah, he didn't believe it. Yeah, and eventually it makes me not want to say those things. Right. Because they he sh- will either shoot them down or something like that or you know his actions reflect otherwise and i'm like i see these things and you just have to be gentle with yourself because you're your own worst critic but anyways not to dive into a relationship but that does impact every aspect of your life so it's of course it's the love language but it's much more than that as well but we'll move on to the next one um but just a, rem- a reminder so for words of affirmation just try to start a gratitude journal write down some self-love self-discovery you know type prompts um words that kind of thing or if you don't want to journal like me i don't like journaling try to speak out loud to yourself um be positive um like i said what maybe that's talking to yourself in the mirror or um you know just sitting there laying in bed staring at your ceiling <laughs> and i mean come on but anyway it could be setting reminders on your phone or reminders i have a motivation app on sticky my phone. notes yep <laughs> Yeah, but make it a, a point every day to try to work on this. Yeah. Whether it be literally a minute at first, five minutes, ten minutes, thirty minutes. If you want to spend an hour, go freaking ham. But <laughs> anyways, the next one is quality time. This is personally my um, love language in terms of how I, re- I receive love. I mean, I, physical touch is a close second for me. But the biggest one is quality time. I feel loved, supported, cared for by my friends, family, boyfriend whatever um when they spend quality time with me and that's not just us sitting on our phones and not talking i mean it could be sometimes but it's It's not time spent together it's it's the fact that it's quality yes it's quality (laughs) not quantity and so um quality time and like i said in general is feeling like whoever you're with is caring for you is um, making you feel like you're in a safe place to talk about your feelings or your goals, ambitions, or just your day or something like that. Or yeah. you feel like a connection with them as you're hanging out. It's not superficial. It's not shallow. Um, and to note, this is something that's like, you know, every once in a while, it's great to have with another person, obviously. Yeah. Like I would say today, personally, my opinion, I would say that today, like that's what Emily and I did. We had very yeah. quality time together. We had like deep talks about things. Like we were just talking about passions and life. And like to me that's very filling. But you're not always going to have someone there to have that conversation with or to yep. make you feel that way. So these are some things that you can do to give yourself that quality time with just yourself. And I feel like this one is a little bit kind of like a weirder concept because it's like, yeah, I don't know. It, it's, well, it's, it's it feels like, like it needs to be with somebody else, but it doesn't. It's like, well, my first thing is like, how the heck do I spend quality time with myself? Right. Because I'm like, it, it, in the beginning, I like, it, we were talking about earlier, is I hated spending time by myself. Mm-hmm. And but when I first started doing it, and at first I thought it was quality time, I'm like, oh, I'm spending time by myself, blah blah blah. I really wasn't, yeah, because I was distracting myself, whether that be playing a game or um, like on my phone or like a video game or I'm on TikTok scrolling for four freaking hours or something like that. It's not actually quality time. You're just doing something to just stimulate your brain and pass the time. You're not actually thinking. And to be fair, quality time actually maybe reading a book or something like that. 
and I count that as quality time for myself because I feel like that puts me at ease. It takes me out of my fight or flight because I'm always stressed all the time. Mm-hmm. And so to me, that counts as quality time. But if you're using it as an escape, maybe not. But it really depends on the person. But quality time is, you guys are probably going to be uncomfortable with it at first. But really diving into your thoughts and how you feel and what's kind of going on around you instead of filling it with something that's just not really that meaningful and it's temporary and and it doesn't actually make you feel fulfilled in the long run like for me like if i'm scrolling on tiktok for four hours at the end of it i'm like why the heck was i scrolling for four freaking hours like why why there was no reason for me to do that and some days like for example after work when i am freaking tired and my brain is on toast sometimes you don't have the capacity to be introspective and stuff like that but you need to make it a a point every now and again to spend quality time with yourself and that for me that was last night going to barnes and noble and picking out a million and one books and reading and then going home and reading some more i literally fell asleep last night reading my book <laughs> like i woke up this morning and i was like oops yeah i mean you have to treat the relationship with yourself as you would anybody else and the thing is yeah we're with ourselves 24 7 and the way we spend our time is important like it the way that you spend time with others the same way that you would just like sit there mindlessly on your phone or like watch a show not really be getting to know each other talking or you know like working on that relationship you have to think about it in the perspective of yourself so it's like yeah I could sit here and scroll on TikTok I'm with myself I'm spending time with myself no but it's not quality you're not getting to getting to know yourself anymore you're not working on self-development or self-love or any of those things and I think that This one is very important to me, and an easy way that I implement this is through my morning and night routine. Mm -hmm. That's a that those are the times that I like to just be with myself and to focus on how I feel and to really just set the tone for my day or for my night. And so for me, it's like waking up and reading or journaling or just really like enjoying my coffee in the morning or taking a little bit extra time to get ready and just like taking that patience with my makeup or my hair like you know picking out a cute outfit for where I feel good and like just doing those things that fuel me and set me up for a good day or a good night yeah um but yeah I think that it's just I think it's being intentional with your actions I agree whatever it may be and that could be reading that could be going for a walk it could be doing your nails like anything I agree. Like for like me personally with this one, spending time with myself, quality time is art. I was about to say, I feel like it's art for you. Mine was art and reading Mm because reading is definitely something that I love to do and I just have, I've gotten away from it. But art and art, I actually stopped doing it for a really long time because I was so focused on my relationship and like my, my job, my life, that kind of thing. And I was always stressed and art is a very emotional thing to me and not everyone not art isn't like that for everybody but for me it is because it was a way for me to express my feelings without having to talk to somebody or I don't know like journal or talk to myself or something like that I always in high school or um even when I even now it's like when I get into these really low lows and I'm sad there's times where I words don't even describe the feeling. And so for me, I can put on some music and get my pain out or whatever it is I'm doing and just feel the way I feel when I'm doing my art. 
and eventually whenever i'm done even if i'm sad and i was crying while i was sketching and i can't even see what my sketch was yeah i always feel better i mean it's just something that's always given me an outlet and i stopped it for a while because i had lacked the motivation to do so because a lot of again a whole nother episode but a lot of stuff that i was dealing with i didn't feel that confidence i didn't feel the need to do something that i loved i just felt burnt out and i never did it and i'm getting into that now and i'm just so appreciative of that outlet that i have that hobby that i have that is spending quality time with myself letting me able to have an outlet to feel what i feel and i don't even have to communicate it to somebody i don't have to talk to somebody about it i'm by myself and i love it i love throwing on a pair of headphones and just blocking out the world yeah and it's just something that I've grown to really, really enjoy and love. And so some other examples of quality time like that is, I mean, to meditate. Um, Kaylee, like Kaylee said, is there's maybe five, ten minutes of your morning routine and just spending that time for yourself, turning off your phone, not focusing on anybody else. Um, you know, therapy is something, going out to eat by yourself, things that you enjoy and it just you're being you're allowing yourself to have thoughts mm-hmm. about what's around you, what's inside, that kind of thing. That's quality time. That's you building a connection with yourself. Yes. So yeah. it went on a rant there, but yeah. The next one is physical touch. Um, I feel like this one's pretty self-explanatory, but yeah, I mean, it, it is... <laughs> when we were writing these down, Emily was like, how do you do that for yourself? I'm like, over here like, uh... I mean, there's obviously one way. We all know that way, but... <laughs> That's not what this episode is about. No. Um, no, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be that. But um, No, I think there are ways that you can express this to yourself. And um, one example that I saw that I really liked was cultivating a really good skincare routine for yourself. One where you feel pampered, you feel taken care of, you're taking those steps, you're, you're putting your face wash on, and then your moisturizer and your serums, like things like that. Or honestly, even like... For me, it's a lot of, like, self-care. I do this for sure. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'll go get massages. I'll go get my nails done. Like, things like that. I'll go get my hair done. And I feel like it's a little bit confusing because it's, like... Somebody is doing those services for you. Yeah, and it's also a little confusing because it's, like, when you think of physical touch with a partner, it's, like, oh, them holding their your hand or hugging you or, like, having sex or whatever it is. And, like yes but it's like if i were to go and like get a massage and like i don't know like like you it's still it's different because it's a stranger but it's like you're still getting that physical aspect of it aspect of it that you're looking for um but yeah i don't know i i i just i i this one's a little bit like more foreign to me because transparently it's not that important <laughs> for me so like i don't explore this very much boy well, do in services but i don't think about it in that way um but yeah i think that it can be seen in a lot of self-care like mm-hmm. you can wake up and you can um put like eye mask on or face mask on you can like spend that extra time to like you know put on your like lotion on your legs and like massage or exfoliate like things like that it, it's just like I feel like I used to view physical touch as, like, a sexual thing. So when we're yeah. talking about it in the sense of, like, doing it to yourself, it, my mind goes to, like, a sexual thing. But it's, like, yeah. no. It, it, it's just – it's, like, 
sometimes it's just, just rubbing in your lotion on your leg like you're, you're giving yourself that comfort that you're looking for from somebody else like yeah you know what I mean I do and the thing is is it's also it could be a hug from a friend it could be yeah. someone just putting their hand on your shoulder and saying hey everything is going to be okay like it doesn't have to be and I, you're, you're right because I used to view it too as a very sexual thing I'm like physical touch like I like my partner cuddling me or holding my hand and it's just uh, I don't want no offense, Kaylee. I don't want you to cuddle me. Right. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't want that from you. But that sounds so bad. But we can always cuddle if you want to. But it's more of you just you want that physical connection. It's really all about connection and like intimacy. And intimacy is doesn't necessarily have to be in regards to a relationship. But it's connection just by physical touch. Yeah. And I think like a massage is a great way to kind of achieve that i mean shoot i want a massage so bad right now i also think sorry not to interrupt you but i also think that with physical touch it's all about like sensation oh for sure that's like a really big one yeah it's like how do you feel when you're doing these things like if you you know what i mean like it's it's not a it's it's like okay does going to get that massage or massaging yourself like does that make you feel good does it make you feel safe if you have like a hot bath for yourself like does that feel good does that make you feel safe like it's I feel like it's really focusing on just feeling well yeah and some people may hate people touching them and may hate a hot bath or something like that and that that's clearly not your love language and that's okay but to me quality time is my first one and then physical touch is my second one and that this the physical touch one is the one that I'm struggling with too because I mean, I'm going through, you know, post-breakup where I don't have those things anymore. So that's things that I I want from people. And whether that be just a hug from my mom or, you know, I don't know, us touching toesies or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But it's really – and for me, I feel like a lot of the comfort that I get is literally just – spending my time like literally holding a pillow or something like if i'm laying in bed like watching a movie or something and you want that cuddle or you want that sensation that you're laying with somebody literally it sounds so cheesy but like hug like just cuddling with your pillow like and it's all about the sensation yeah for me i was gonna say that it's like being cozy with like a blanket on like you feel safe and like comfortable like you feel like wrapped in something you know what i mean like it you feel warm like you you know what i mean like no you feel safe it's yeah a, you feel like you you're it's like your inner child yeah like you're comforting your inner child and you're cuddling with a big blanket or a stuffed animal or a pillow or something like that and for me like i know going from post breakup from you know doing that with somebody and then not having that because i mean we talked about this too is like when you go from you're used to sleeping in bed with somebody yeah and that was really hard for me and now you're laying in bed alone and you miss that comfort Mm -hmm. and people joke and they're like i just sleep with my pillow i cuddle my pillow that's literally a form of comfort you're satisfying that need for physical touch and that comfort from somebody by doing that and like people look at that and they're like oh that's that sucks like that's awful that you're cuddling your pillow instead (laughs) of somebody (laughs) but i mean it is you do want that person or you want whatever there to satisfy it but you you don't yeah so um, i don't know it's just very it's more of like actual physical self-care when it comes to physical touch so like Haley said taking care of like your skin your body whether and sometimes actually what i do is when i feel a bit overwhelmed and like i want somebody to either just kind of hold me or just 
make me feel secure in terms of like everything's gonna be okay because I've just had, had a rough couple of weeks I sit in my shower and I've never, I love that you said that I have never done that before until my ex showed it to me I've never sat in my shower before and I don't know why maybe it's because the fact that I think when you're supposed to be showering you're supposed to be standing up a hot shower is one of my simple pleasures in life I and it's purely because it, it feels me, amazing why did I not do that it is my comfort I'm not even kidding if I'm having a bad day if I'm stressed out if I'm tired if it's anything shower like it's like my escape yeah that's what that, that's how my well that's how my ex viewed it too yeah I love and it. I for some odd reason like I mean I love showers don't get me wrong but it's specifically sitting in them no I understand because I he did it and I was like what the hell are you doing I used to be very embarrassed to admit that really yes I was like this is weird to be sitting in your shower like you should be standing like I don't know I was, well, you, ha- you have the freedom to do it yeah you just never have I would have never admitted that to anybody I haven't ever really yeah oh, well I just I guess I admitted it to the world on podcast but, but I love it I love it I was about to say I ever since I mean I started doing that I I tried it out and first it was really weird I'm like oh my god I'm sitting here like a little salamander it's weird to think about but it's like yeah hot water's touching your skin like you're getting that sensation like you feel warm you feel good you're like you're sitting down like I I just I think better I like I don't know. Well, it's because like I feel like when you're showering and you're standing, you're like having to stand. Well, so it's the effort having... of standing, which yeah, sounds lazy as shit, no. but it's true. Like, it's you're like, I just want to sit because like, <laughs> and you've enjoy. Had a long day, and you, yeah. you're like your shoulders are tired, yes. and you're just you're like I'm like you're t- I'm tired of holding all these problems or the stress and the world. You just need to sit for five minutes was, in this little shower yes. and you feel comforted because one, you're having like this stream of water hit your body. Mm-hmm. It's therapeutic. And to be fair, I like scald myself Me in the too. shower. So like that shower is burned on like temperature of hell. And yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is actually the most comforting thing I have done. And it's, it's very therapeutic. And it I, is. whenever I get out, I feel less stressed. I feel like... You feel more revived. Yeah, exactly. I agree. So, I don't know. Try it. If you guys haven't, try sitting in your showers. Okay? It's it's honestly different than just taking a normal shower. For sure. And it's going to be weird at first. It, it, especially yeah. me, who, like, I struggle with body image issues and I don't like my body. Sitting there naked at the bottom of your shower is really, especially really if there's like humbling. a mirror. Oh my god! Right no. across don't, from you, you don't look at the mirror. It's don't a weird picture. It is like you're gonna be like, "What am I doing?" Like a hunt because that's something. Honestly, though, I used to do that in college if I had like a hangover and I like needed to shower, but I like my roommate used to do that. Couldn't stand up because I was dizzy and about to throw up. Like yeah. <laughs> I remember one time specifically, I was like, "Okay, let me just like kind of kneel because those bathrooms in college are disgusting." But yeah, I was like, "Let me just like kneel a little bit because I need to be." down because i feel like shit but i'm like now i just love it <laughs> i know and i i, and I tried know, it i think i don't even know how i randomly like decided to try it one day i feel like i did it because i like maybe it came from being hungover or like shaving and i just needed to sit for a second yeah. i don't know what it what, why but i will never go back i will say the one of the good <laughs> things i got from my ex was that yeah thank you i, I just like i said <laughs> my brain never really thought that you could sit in your shower like Oh my god, I feel like that was like forbidden. 
Yeah. Like if you sit in the shower, you're taking a bath. That's it. Or you're sitting, you're, you, that's what, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyways, sorry, we guys <laughs> we got on topic about, about sitting in a shower. But I just love that you relate. I literally love that you relate. Of course, we're literally the same person. I know. Soulmate here. Yes. Um, and the next one is acts of service. So this love language can either be you love, you know, of course, you can you do, love doing other things for other people. But normally you like that things are, you know, people that are, oh my God, you like <laughs> that people are doing things for you, whether that be fixing your car fixing a door um right doing something to make you, your day go a little yeah, bit easier bring you lunch something out of their way exactly and yeah. everybody normally usually likes this of course of course but if this is specifically your love language it can be hard because you want other people to do things for you because that's your love language you want people to you know make your day better and you know show you like by giving you lunch that they care about you and stuff like that and it's hard because you're not receiving that anymore yeah and so you could something that you could do is you can start doing things for yourself because of course you want them you know somebody else to do it for you but those times where people aren't going to do that you're gonna be like what the hell i also think specifically for this one it's important that and this can be doing something in real time for yourself just purely because you want to or because it's something that you need to do like you know a task that you've been meaning to get done or whatever it is um but I think that for this one in particular a way that you can kind of get around it is doing something for future you so like doing something that's going to make your tomorrow easier doing something that's going to make your week easier or something that you're going to look back and be thankful that you did yeah does that make sense like i feel like when i think of this one i'm like okay meal prepping mm-hmm. you're going to look back and be like thank you like i am happy that i did this so that way i can sleep in a little bit more before work i don't have to wake up and make breakfast i have breakfast ready or i don't have to make lunch or whatever it is um but yeah i think of things like that will make your life easier but like for future you yeah so that way it's like it's kind of like it's someone showing that, it's the gift that keeps on giving yeah it's kind of like someone showing up and being like hey like I, I brought you lunch to work or something so that way you don't have to worry about it it's like it's like one of those things like just so future you doesn't have to worry about it but i also think that you can find this in other ways like volunteering um you know giving back to other people i think that you'll f- you'll find some sort of sat- satisfaction through that um or I mean, honestly, just task-oriented, getting things to, on your to-do list done, checking that off, feeling empowered once you do. Like, I'm, I'm a very, like, uh, agenda, check-it-off type of girl. Yeah. Um, so for you, it might be, like, getting all your chores done and, like, having the satisfaction of, like, saying you got it done and putting that check mark next to it. Um, but, yeah. I think one of the things that you said, like, making, like, meal prepping. Yeah. I know some people, like, for me who, like, struggle with the eating disorder like diet culture and like meal prepping that's very prevalent like it stresses me out so i'm like oh my god i need to work i need to like constrict my calories i need to meal prep and blah 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 you don't have to do that no. but the what she's trying to say with that is that like for example if you meal prep for yourself for the rest of the week you I mean you made lunch monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday okay they're all in your fridge and it's kind of like a gift to yourself because like on thursday you can just throw that in your your lunchbox or whatever or your fridge and you made yourself lunch you showed yourself love that you wish other people would show you yeah. and of course you i'm not just not to say that you don't need people to do that but you are learning to love yourself how like you want other people to love you and how you love other people 
because we're so harsh on ourselves and we critique ourselves that we don't we, we forget to treat ourselves like how we would treat a friend or a family member yeah like i know half the shit that i went through with my relationship and was talking to myself about kaylee's like why would you say that like you're awesome or so and so you know that kind of thing and i would be so so harsh on myself and just i would never let you say those things about yourself or deal with those things mm-hmm. and it's like and it's same with just in general it's just you need to treat and love yourself how you want other people to do the same thing for you and acts of service is making your that could be making yourself lunch or if you have like an autom- automated coffee maker setting it to that it makes you coffee in the morning yeah by like by your by itself not that i have that but if you do i'm jealous <laughs> okay but something like that where it's not necessarily like you giving yourself a bath or something that's more physical touch words of affirmation that kind of thing it could be like i said cleaning so cleaning sunday night so morning so and doing all your laundry so monday when you come home from work it's done or grocery shopping like all on sunday monday you have food in your fridge and your room is clean and you're feeling less stressed it's literally just a tiny gift to yourself the way you think about it but stuff like that another thing that i thought of too is like um i feel like on tiktok a trend right now is like what do you do that's high maintenance to stay low maintenance oh my gosh i I, love that yeah and i feel like this one kind of relates to that it's like what do you do for yourself that makes your every other day easier and quicker like you know what i mean that could be getting eyelash extensions so yeah in the morning you don't have to put on mascara i know i had them for a while and i wish they would just stay forever because i freaking love them but i would wake up in the morning and i feel like i'd already feel i feel so much put together yeah and it, it, it made that morning routine that much quicker for you because you didn't have to worry about putting on mascara um and i, I just want to say that i think a lot of these can be used across each of the five lang- love languages like you know who's to say that your love language is acts of service like it, it could be taking a bath it could be doing something for you that just feels good like we're you, these are very like you know interchangeable but i think specifically we're just trying to think of like very granular like what that would look like and yeah. and in my head it would be doing something so your future self is is thankful and it's just you're putting yourself at ease and yeah um but, I mean, these things could, could look differently for everyone and be a number of things. Um, the last one is receiving gifts. This one's very self-explanatory. I would say that, again, love to do this. this we didn't do our one thing we did for ourselves or others. I just realized. That's okay. Um, <laughs> but I realized we That's missed, okay. I realized we missed that for this episode. We will bring it back. Don't you worry. Um but yeah, I mean, this is something that I do all the time. It could be, I did it last night. I ordered takeout because I didn't want to make dinner. I buy myself flowers. I buy a new outfit for an event because I want to feel good. Like, it, it could be anything. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's usually clothes or food, too. Yeah. Where I'm like, I just want a good meal to eat. And eating that good meal, whatever, makes me feel so good. And buying myself, like, I know in New York, I bought this expensive perfume, which I'm literally almost <laughs> through. Yeah. And I loved it. And we I should have bought the new New York. Oh, whoops. We'll have to recap New York, too. Okay, guys. <laughs> but I'm going to say, Kaylee told me to buy the bigger bottle. And I, I didn't. And now I so regret it because I love it. Me too. Love it. Anyways, I'm going to have to 
go online. It was online. the Le Labo perfume for anyone wondering. I don't remember the scent. It though. was so good. It was like something 13, right? I can't remember. Anyways. Oh, it was well, called Another 13. Yeah. Yeah. Another 13. Yeah. Anyways, smells so good and I absolutely love it. Favorite perfume ever. But there was a lot of things in New York. I'm like, should I splurge on? Like I bought these Versace sunglasses and like this $300 necklace. Like, <laughs> sorry, I was big balling. Okay. Yeah, we were. But a lot of these things that I spent money on, like I love my sunglasses. I told myself I want just one pair of bougie sunglasses. That is it. And I got that. And the perfume that I got, absolutely love it. Cause I've been buying this literally, you guys are going to hate me. This $5 perfume from five below because I, I'd be, just i was I, there was one day where i ran out of my perfume and i just grabbed a bottle and it smelled good and i was like okay whatever but it disappeared in 10 minutes <laughs> yeah but then i'm like i can't this just... one is lasting let me tell you oh my god i love it but anyways... i always smelled it on you the second i saw you really mm-hmm. hell yeah yeah it's i can't smell it anymore yeah but anyways it's and then i'm like it's gone after like 10 minutes but i'm like i can't waste it so i've just been trying to use the rest of that bottle and it lasts literally 10 years which i don't understand why when my nice one <laughs> lasts like two days anyways long story short yeah. but i was splurging on myself because i i love receiving receiving gifts i do i mean i'm awkward about it but <laughs> i was i mean i do when people give me gifts i'm like oh thank you yeah yeah i'm like awkward but anyways <laughs> but i also bought like this necklace that i literally told kaylee i'm like i when i wear jewelry i always wear it i never take it off that's just how i am unless it's rings sometimes i'll take my rings off but my skin turns fake stuff like green like in a matter of like four hours and so i had this necklace that i wore all the time and it had just chipped away and i was like it's time for a new one and i bought this necklace it was literally solid gold like i said it was like 300 dollars. it's like this dainty little butterfly chain and kaylee has one too so we're kind of matching <laughs> um but i never take it off and i love it i absolutely love this necklace and i am so appreciative that i did that and i spent the money to do that i bought myself like a nice gift yeah and i literally was debating on whether i should do it or not and i was like I'm, i don't know if i should but it is one of the best things i've ever done like i love this necklace and it's something that means a lot to me yeah. um so anyways not to go on about <laughs> that but it can literally just be also something very little like buying yourself of like flowers from trader joe's or a harris teeter yeah because i mean no offense to the guys that they're listening but when was the last time you bought a girl some flowers <laughs> okay because i know i never freaking received them and i that's something that i've been doing is buying myself flowers like i literally bought myself flowers and they're in my room right now and i love it i I'm would like, i bought myself those flowers yeah i i used to do this a lot before i had a cat <laughs> Now I'm just we terrified ha- to have any flowers in this apartment. I'm convinced that he's going to be allergic to them. Mango had a. Um, I don't think I ever accident. told the no Mango had an accident. Story. Yeah, he was hospitalized because of some lilies. If you guys don't know, lilies are very toxic to cats. Yeah, and he got in contact with some. So now I'm just terrified of any flower being near him. <laughs> so I don't give me flowers, please, anybody. But and to be fair, I feel like he'd knock them down. Yes, he would. I mean, I. I I love plants and flowers and things like that, but it's, like, my room has become very minimal since having a cat. Like, I used to have something, like, on my dresser of, like, a plant type of thing, and he just... Knocks it over. He knocks it over. So, no plants for me, but that's okay. I can buy myself something else. Get a fake plant. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's one right there. (laughs) So Just keep getting fake plants. I mean, for me, I bought myself a cat. Fair enough. That's gift giving. It's finest. And that's the gift that keeps on giving. It does, yeah. 
even when he's not really giving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was all of our tips for you guys. Um, we really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We are so happy to be back and um, we look forward to talking to you soon. <laughs> Kaylee's like, I didn't know how to end that. <laughs> But I look forward to talking to you soon. Like that was weird. That was <laughs> it, was like a, it was like a phone call. Yeah, it was like call me back. <laughs> call Best me Kaylee. back. <laughs> like, kindly call Kaylee. me back. <laughs> no, it, it's, it was definitely a longer episode, guys, and we had so much to talk about, and we still have so much to talk about. I mean, and unpack. I mean, clearly. But and we have to recap New York and it was we have so much to talk about, but we are so glad that we were able to get this episode out to you guys. And I think that this is going to be something that's going to be super helpful to you, even if you're not aware of the love languages or what your love languages are. So there are tests out there that you can do uh, or quizzes, not tests. It sounds like school, but (laughs) there's exams you can do. uh, Yeah, exams. Examine yourself. Okay um but no there's quizzes out there that you can take to kind of figure out what they are if you're not sure but either way all of this stuff is applicable despite all of that as well so take it with a grain of salt and just remember to really love yourself and you are the person that's carrying you through this life not your friend not your mom not your sibling not your bestie it's you so take the time to invest in yourself build that connection with yourself and you are going to be in a much better place and you are going to thank yourself a thousand times over yep kaylee's like bam (laughs) done done deal we're closed all right (laughs) we hope you guys have a great rest of your week and we will have another episode for next week bye guys bye (laughs) 